0: okay welcome back to episode four of under review ethan birch jeremy goldstein back again we had an action-packed episode today we had a full nfl slate in episode three but we're going back to the baseball football basketball trifecta here in episode four and to start us off Ethan the Yankees and Mets they've both been in quite the bit of action over these past few days the Yankees have won nine in a row the Mets were looking to get back into playoff position but had a disappointing loss to the hands of the Braves last night why don't you talk about that
1: yeah so let's get right into it obviously there's a lot to talk about playoff basketball football is just underway and it's it was week one was awesome. And now some basketball we have in the Western and Eastern Conference Finals. So the Mets, they were in a pretty good position coming into last night. They had two really good wins in a row. When you broke it down from the last 12 games of the season, they had an off day uh, earlier this week. So those 12 games left, Mets down like two or three games from the second wild card spot. Per se, the Mets had to win nine to 10 out of those games. So it's must win baseball regardless. They're playing against the Philadelphia Phillies then the Braves and the Rays, and I'm and not exactly sure they play and in their the, last the, series. The Blue Jays. It's the Blue Jays. Okay, so I mean, none of this is easy by any. Is it the Blue Jays? They play in the last series. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Um, no, it's Washington for four. It's it's Atlanta three, Tampa three, Washington four. So by oh. any means, the rest of this schedule I is not easy. I apologize. Oh, you're good. <laughs> you're good. You're good. Um, so the Mets came up Thursday and Wednesday and Thursday and t- had two crazy comeback wins. Um, it was really impressive to see because they lost 4-1. to Wednesday, they won 5-4. to It was DeGrom's start, and it was a weird day because DeGrom left after the second inning with hamstrings. Is he going
0: to make game. his next start?
1: He will. He's making his next two starts, actually. They plan on starting him two more times, I believe, today as well. well that's, they need
0: to win today, that's for sure. It's
1: huge, and what was big is that Michael Walker came into that game and pitched phenomenal behind DeGrom and it really set the Mets up fine because JD Davis was the hero in this one. He hit a two-run home run. He hit a a go-ahead double and that was the story after Andres Jimenez, the youngster who's currently taking Ahmed Rosario's position, hit a go-ahead single. And then on Thursday, it was a great win for the Mets. They came all the way back from uh six to three late in the game brandon nimmo highlighted with a solo shot to give them the lead where he pimped it which you never see him because he's usually around the base path in 14 seconds but this time it was his longest home run trot of his career but then last night steven max hasn't pitched in a couple weeks he came back off that a that was a
0: weird to... start
1: it's not it's just not like even a I, I, weird start. Don't I don't know I always, why
0: I expected it if you're gonna pitch him Go with an opener or something because it's a must-win game and you're having somebody come in who's off the IL and, and what it was struggling beforehand too. So it wasn't like he was on any good momentum
1: before he got injured. So say that so Jeremy, Stephen Matz has been a regular starter pretty much the whole season. I would say he missed like three of his starts, which is not that much in the for this. I mean, for what he's done. He's pretty much been a regular starter on this Mets. Can I can you guess what his ERA is right now? Take a wild guess what his ERA is right now. All right. I I know this is disrespectful, but is it fourteen five? it's a 9.7. Okay, all right. Yeah. He's 0 for 5. He when he goes onto the mound, the Mets actually have a negative chance of winning the ball game. It's pathetic. If the Mets actually bring Steven Matz back next year, I
0: they might have to.
1: I don't think no. They can't. They cool. can't bring him back.
0: And we we'll, and we we'll, and we'll get back to the real conversation in a bit, but you have DeGrom, yet yeah, you probably need to bring back Peterson to the rotation next year. Yeah, Peterson and wants to be back. I mean, he's young. He might,
1: he might be good again. He he's, might be yeah,
0: he has he's potential. The okay. new Syndergaard, hopefully, he's good after his injury.
1: So boy, I think he'll be back like June. So the first two months will probably be without Syndergaard. I are going to have to
0: sign someone. I'll, tell, us, you oh, it, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you who.
1: You want to, want to tell me who the Mets are going to bring in, Mr. Stevie Cohen? His first president, Trevor Bauer.
0: Oh, uh, You know what? <laughs> Even if he goes to the Mets, I'll still. I'm a Trevor Bauer fanboy. I'm a. I'm a, I'm a, a I'm exposing my myself Jerry to – might be rooting for the Mets on a, uh, every fifth day. <laughs> but first, listen. first, my favorite Yankee, Batantis becomes a Met, and now if Trevor Bauer does, I'll be it'll
1: be hard. So the, the Mets could be in a good situation. They could bring back Stroman, which I'm pretty confident that now with the new uh, Steve Cohen, I'm pretty sure – I'm confident yeah. that if they bring back Stroman, Stroman wants to be in New York, I'm sure they'll give him his money. They have, they have work to do with Eric Conforto's contract. He might be a big signing of probably around $100 million. Dollars.
0: him. He's been their best hitter this year.
1: Exactly. And they'll probably give him $100 million, if I had to guess, around that range. That's, he deserves that's fair it for him. For him yeah. Absolutely fair for him. With He's-
0: Steve Coleman money. Absolutely.
1: Exactly. And then you make a splash. See, The Mets rotation probably looks like, obviously, DeGrom at the top. You get Syndergaard back in the two or three around May, May June time. You bring Stroman back, who fills in that spot. Hopefully, Steven Matz walks. So then you got <laughs> Seth Lugo, which will probably be in the starting rotation. Next he year, wants
0: to be a starter. I'm a, a correct. Like he's, in a, he's a very effective reliever, but doesn't he want to be a starter? He wants
1: to be a starter. And it just takes time because he went in the bullpen for so long, so he's getting you his to stretch pitches him. back
0: you up. You got to stretch him out. Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly. So they're stretching him out uh, deeper in pitches. He will hopefully be a starter in that rotation. So he fills a three to four spot in the thing. But if you get Trevor Bauer... He goes into the two, and it just pushes Syndergaard and Stroman back. So say one of them get injured, which is anyone gets injured, you still have three dominant starters. Trevor Bauer obviously is putting together a massive Cy Young campaign this year where he could is easily in the Cy Young race with DeGrom. But having those two guys would just be phenomenal. And a talk we could get into more in the winter because who knows if that even is coming close in discussion. Regardless, the Mets now sit at 23 and 28. They're in fourth place in their division. They look like they're three and a half back from the Marlins in second place and three back from the Phillies.
0: How many guys to say it, The Mets the have Reds. a lot of work to do. How many games back are they from the Reds? Because the Reds are the seed. Uh, let me check it out right now. And we'll get into some Reds talk. They're our topic under review. So yes,
1: get <laughs> sir. So three games back from the Reds. The Mets okay. have, have, they have a lot of work to do. Actually, DeGrom doesn't go today. It's. Peterson versus uh, Anderson, and Anderson's been phenomenal. Ian Anderson. The, yeah, his his
0: first game was against the Yankees. So we're about to get into the Yankees, and mm-hmm. he almost hit them. So, but the, but but that was when the Yankees were depleted of, of
1: their roster. And, and look at look now, the Yankees are on their way back uh, to the top nine game um, win streak. Let's, let's go for a little bit of a timeline here.
0: So we're let's go back to Wednesday, September 9th. I wake up a very sad fan. Right, they've lost. F- their five of their last. Twenty. They won five of their last. they five and fifteen in their last twenty games. And Davey Garcia is pitching. They, they they had just come off a, a two to one loss after the, the game after surrendering ten runs in one inning. Chad Green and Adam onavino gave up ten total runs. Didn't get one swing and miss. Who knows? They probably were tipping their pitches, but whatever. Now they've won nine in a row. Luke Voigt, twenty home runs on the season, has come away with the home run lead dj lemay who has the american league batting title right now got judge back he looked, he's looked a little shaky He had a couple double plays last night and but he got his first hit stanton's back he had a moon shot the yankees in their recent they, they just played their first game against boston yesterday and i'll get into that one but the three games against toronto ethan mlb record 19 home runs in three games
1: that's crazy. Now, the Yankees uh, had that crazy fourth inning when they hit five in one inning, three in a row, yeah, and then two yeah, in a row. Yeah. And that Stanton one was a bomb. Even Torres got really got into one. But the Yankees have just been they, – they remember we were talking about either episode one or two on a seven-game losing streak. They went into New York, and they lost two in a row against the Mets. But after those, they lost those two in a row, and Rosario hit a walk-off versus Aroldis Chapman, mm-hmm. it just seems like a flip switch. They destroyed the Mets the next two games. Three. Completed three three okay, three in a row. One of them was a doubleheader. And it seemed like the Yankees just became back to what the Yankees should well, have been this entire after, season. Even
0: after that series, they still had that that was part of that five and fifteen stretch because they lost they got they lost two to the Blue Jays. They got they lost three out of four to the Orioles in there. They lost two to Atlanta. So there was a lot that still went wrong. But you have I want to go back to the Boston game last night. I feel like it looked like a game that the Yankees were gonna sleepwalk through. And a, and a big part of the season, a big storyline has been the struggles of Gary Sanchez. He's been hovering between 120 and 130 all season, was not getting hits, was striking out almost 50% of the time, which it's pathetic watching that's him, like me in fifth grade level numbers. I, I, I <laughs> bet, bet, bet better than me still, but like, let's, let's just, I'm, I'm trying to say this. it is was, was bad. And yesterday was response. Yankees down 4 nothing early. Montgomery has been probably the worst of the five starters so far. Jay Hap is shocking.
1: Been, I thought he was going to be good this year.
0: And Jay Hap's really picked it up and he pitches today. But mm-hmm. Gary Sanchez basically gets a two run ground rule double with two outs to make it a 4 2 game. And then bottom of the top of the ninth inning off of Matt Barnes. Four to three, two outs. Sanchez over the monster tie game. And, he, and then he saved a wild pitch from Chapman in extra innings. To save the game because they would have scored. That's on more that stunning like, than I've ever. That's more stunning. Exactly. Than the home run. I think Sanchez it's a wake up call, and I'll, I will fully admit right now, and the Yankees ended up winning that game. They won nine in a row. Like I said, I was ready to cut Sanchez, trade him for Wilson Ramos, making those jokes, trade him for Kevin Palki, whatever you wanted, whatever. Like I wanted to bring jokes to reality at one point, but now I'll, I'll fully, I'll fully admit he's he's really picked it up, and I'm obviously rooting for the guys, in New York Yankees. So. I'm happy
1: to see that, and hopefully Jay Happ can make it two in a row f- today. Now, so now that Gary's been like stepping it up defensively, he had a big play last night. Also, mm-hmm. he's been hitting a lot of more home runs, not doing those lazy swings. He's been laying off of a lot he's, of pitches yeah. outside the zone. That's been. The do you want to see? Do you want to see Gary Sanchez for more more years with the Yankees, uh, or is it time to move on?
0: Here's the deal: like, so starting 2019, the pre All Star break, he was hot. He was, he was, he was. Gary Sanchez like we expected him to be the second half he was hitting under 200 and then he came into this season slow I think if you're Aaron Boone and Brian Cashman you're in a really really tough spot because this guy has proven he's a a top catcher in the league like he was easily an all-star vote in to be the American League catcher in the all-star game last year but then you have that Gary Sanchez who can't touch the baseball
1: exactly so so where do you go from here do you give him another year one more year to see well, if he, you
0: have plenty of years of a control left from him. There's he's not in a contract. I know, yet.
1: but it's it's the just the having him there with the balls going to the backstop and the strikeouts Yeah, yeah. constantly. Do you want to suffer? Do you, do you we have to try another year with him, right? After this year. I, I, I think
0: you gotta try it. And then here's the deal Kyle Higashioka, the backup catcher at three home runs in a game two days mm-hmm. ago. And he is emerging. You know how Syndergaard... Who is – didn't he have a personal catcher? Wasn't it Rene Rivera was his personal catcher? Wasn't yep. that a thing in the – Yeah, because he never
1: liked when – uh. R- or, R- um, yeah, I think it was Rene Rivera. He ne- or Kevin Puecki. Kevin Puecki. He never liked throwing to uh, Ramos. They had a fight yeah. in the middle of last year. Like, right. I don't want Ramos catching me. But Ramos was hitting so hot. He was hitting like Like like
0: What? I'm assuming he would DH. Who? Ramos. When, well, it, it, last year they couldn't. True.
1: Oh yeah. That's why. That's that, why it was such a problem. Yeah, yeah it was such a problem last year. <laughs> but and it, it's caused so much emotion. But obviously, well, the-
0: well, over the past three games, Kyle Higashioka has caught Garrett Cole, and Garrett Cole has pitched his three best games of the season in that stretch. He had a complete game shutout in the doubleheader against the Orioles. If you're and, pitching,
1: there's not only throwing the ball, you got to be catching yeah, it too. And he
0: pitched seven brilliant innings against Toronto last time, and. Garrett Cole has had over overwhelming support of Gary. He said he, he there's no um, there's no fight there, but he just he's performed well as a pitcher when Higashioka has caught him. I I don't know if he's really a starting catcher in this league, but I'm I'm willing because I know Sanchez has the potential to go into next year with Gary as a starter. And if you give him 40 games at maybe at most, and if he's
1: not doesn't have it, you have to just say, look, we can't do this every year. And you better. I agree. I agree because that's probably the biggest problem with the Yankees that they face decision-wise, because you still have him regardless, and you have control years, but it's one—it's dealing with it and having the pitchers to like him because your pitcher's gotta love your catcher, and that's mm-hmm. the, probably the biggest Definitely. part of your game, especially when you got a guy like Cole. You spent all this money on him; you need you need him to want to pitch against with the guy he's pitching with. And I know yeah. we got
0: to transition from baseball. The last point I want to make last year when Cole started to go on his big run was in that what was in his it was. So I think Cole Pitch had his like ninth or tenth start of the year recently, and that was the start in 2019 where he started to go on his on his run, and now he's really. That was also in like May. Yeah, this this is this is like the, this is the first, pack couple of starts where Cole has looked like Garrett Cole, and I agree. This season, while all I while I'm, while I really want the Yankees to get their 28th championship this year, I'm having I have a lot of leeway with guys like Garrett Cole and Stanton or whatever because it's such a weird season and it's a very difficult season. So if they're not 100. percent I, I'm looking towards 2021 to be the, the year where we really see these guys with their full potential. I agree.
1: The Yankees have plenty of potential. I think the Mets do too. It's just like, they putting, do. It, it's putting the puzzle pieces together, honestly. And I think, I think that
0: the ownership was the first the ownership problem. will
1: help out with actually spending some money here. Maybe bring in some guys, maybe make a quick little splash in the off season, spend some, spend some money, give the Mets a chance in 2021, because realistically this window is closing for them. They need to, mm-hmm. this win now mode has been win now mode for the past five years. And, it's, it's got to come soon because it, it, before you know it, this clock is ticking on this men. So let's transition into our next topic of discussion, the NBA. So the NBA basketball, we are in the Western Conference and Eastern Conference Finals. And so far, we watched a really good game in the Eastern Conference Finals in game one, the Celtics versus the Heat that ended in overtime. Yeah. So And then proceeding, the Heat ended up winning again. So it's 2-0 in that, in the Eastern Conference Finals, and 1-0 in the Western Conference Finals. And we'll talk about the Lakers and Nuggets first. The Lakers dominated last night. Yeah. They I, were up, they almost uh, stretched it to a 30-point lead at one point. LeBron James looked very good. All around, the Lakers were pretty much dominating. LeBron looked kind of mad that said, in quote, I'm pissed off that I didn't win the MVP early. He only had 16 first-place votes. Yeah. And he played angry, and he played very well, to say the least. And the Lakers dominated. What can you say about the game, Jeremy?
0: Look, I hate the Lakers as a fan, but they're without a doubt going to make the finals. I You can make all the Clippers jokes <laughs> you want to make and talk about how they weren't good enough, but they were the only shot we had of the Lakers being dethroned prior to the NBA finals. So are you saying the Clippers? No, I'm, I'm thinking, I I'm mean, I said the Clippers were the only chance. The okay, Lakers yes.
1: Really- oh, a hundred percent. And I think that, I saw someone say that I'm not sure who it said who said it, but they were like, "The Clippers, the the Lakers are going to win because the Lakers aren't the Clippers, and the, they won't they won't lose to a team like the Nuggets. Yeah, the Lakers aren't the Clippers, and they won't lose to a team like the Nuggets. So exactly. when you're I, that's go ahead. you know, so
0: the Clippers. I I really was high on them entering the playoffs. They have the pieces. They I think horrible in the last three here's games. here's the problem. They deserve to win. I, I I'm. I can get slandered for this. I'm not a LeBron guy. I think he's a big crier on the court, and I, I I'm just not a fan of him. I know you're not but a fan the, of him. The Lakers are. They share the ball. They have the because I, I, I somebody was rooting for the Rockets to win, and seeing how well the Lakers played that series, I I'm fully aware of their talents as a whole. Now, the Clippers themselves are a very egotistical team. You know what I'm saying. They have yeah. a lot of guys that are really high in themselves, like Paul George and Patrick Beverly. And that's why they didn't win. And Marcus Morris Senior. And I okay. think that's what at the end of the day prevented them. They I think they really cause Marcus Morris in, in game in I, I wanna say game five was many Nuggets, get ready to pack your bags. Like
1: they talked a lot of trash, and that's yeah. why the social media blew up when they lost. They talked a lot of trash entering the bubble in the regular season of the, the bubble. They were like, "Don't bring us back because we're going to win the championship." Yeah. They got Patrick Beverly talking garbage, and now they come in and they get they lose a three one lead in the Western Conference semifinals. I am personally very happy they lost. I mean, I would have liked to see the Clippers versus the Lakers. Well, yeah, the as, some, as
0: somebody who I, I like the Nuggets a lot, don't get me wrong, and I but as somebody who hates the Lakers, I wanted to see who the team who had the best chance of beating them and. The nuggets it's definitely are not that theme i'm a big Jokic and we both guy.
1: they doubted us bad do you remember when we want to go talk about the series on this podcast we were like oh clippers and five clippers and four or five we yeah
0: we we literally said it's not worth like talking about this this is over <laughs> jamal
1: murray and Jokic would be like the next i really think th- and then
0: by time game seven pulled around Kawhi i don't think was in his was, was in his bag so they to were speak.
1: tired they were coming out after three minute shifts they would go on the th- they would go on the court and ask Doc Rivers to take them out after two and a half minutes. Everyone was gassed on that team. I don't know what went wrong, but this team was not suited if, if for the seven Lakers, games this year. The
0: Lakers are going to win this series, and now the Lakers are back to playing with the their regular lineup because they don't have to. Compete with the small ball. Yeah,
1: the small it's ball. It's gonna
0: be on Jeremy Grant to play Anthony Davis to the best of his ability, unless they put Jokic look, on him.
1: They Didn't look good last night. He put up a thirty. No, 10.
0: no, and Jamal Murray was shooting well and all that, but the Lakers are too much of an offensive dominant team where they have so many reliable ways to score.
1: whether it's the three I ball really game think game.
0: they're gonna sweep. I, I I know we're it's it's not this is not the Clippers Nuggets series. It's it's different, but I really right. think they're gonna sweep because it comes down to these both these teams aren't going to. They're not again they're not as egotistical as the Clippers lineup and yeah I think the Lakers are, are going to be in the finals quite easily.
1: Yeah, I think I agree too. I don't know about a sweep, but I do have the Lakers winning the series next week will be will have a real strong point of where this series is at. But let's move on to the Clippers versus no not the excuse me not the Clippers, the Celtics versus the Heat. The Celtics find themselves down to oh, they had a huge locker room something happened in there throw People throwing stuff. Marcus Smart had to be separated from Jalen Brown, apparently. They had a midnight oh, yeah. meeting between uh, – Brad Stevens had a midnight meeting that night with Kemba Walker, Jason Tatum, Marcus Smart, and Jalen Brown discussing things. Apparently, there's rumors of Gordon Hayward rolling back into this lineup, maybe in time for game three or four.
0: Wait, is, he, is he, was, he, has, was he injured? Yeah, I, he hasn't I, been I playing. Been following. He has not been
1: playing. okay. So. So, uh, so, really- be,
0: so they. So what I'm. What I'm understanding is they'd be rushing him back.
1: Yes, most likely they haven't had him, and when he's in the lineup, it's just the floor is spread so much better yeah, guys absolutely. like Tatum, and obviously he's a great player. But but he's
0: not. He's not. Like- he's not in form. Like they can bring him back, but it doesn't mean he's ready to go. I don't even know if that's,
1: he'll want to. back. His, I don't know, but regardless, this team is down 2-0. Obviously, both of these teams are extremely talented, and both games have really come down to the wire. It was a two-point win when Bam Adebayo blocked Tatum at the rack, which was probably one of the blocks of the year, maybe the block of the year so far. And then uh, they only won by five the other night, and Goran Dragic played a phenomenal game, 25 points, what he's been doing all year. And it just goes back to that point. Jimmy Butler only put up 14, and they still were able to win. Jimmy Butler, it just shows the talent all around this team.
0: do you want to know who my MVP of the C team is? Jay Crowder, Eric Spolstra. I thought
1: you were gonna say Jay Crowder.
0: He has outcoached every single team in this in the league. Jimmy Butler's played sensationally well, and you have Bam Adebayo and Tyler Hero. That duo is gonna be a deadly duo for a it's decade crazy. to come. It's crazy. You have the veterans in Dalla and Jay Crowder and and Goran Dragic who are really setting the who are really setting the tone for how these young guys play which has been an uncanny shooter, times lethal at a bio, can put up that mid-range and be a dominant man in the paint. Right. I mean, at like even even at 6'9". nine. looking
1: for this team right now.
0: I I again just like this like not as bad as the Lakers series. I think the Heat win are in five or six. I do think the Celtics will come back strong in Game Three and potentially win. But I mean, this I do, next,
1: this game tonight is absolutely everything. yeah because it's everything the Celtics.
0: I I think there's too much on the line for them, but I do think the Heat win the series without a doubt. Uh, and are and by- the a Lakers Heat series is going a Finals. I know we don't have it yet, but it's going. It would be crazy because you have a team like the Lakers with all their stars, but a team like and a team like the Heat who win off of pure chemistry and knowing each other's strengths and fun. they build off each other's strengths. Also,
1: strength. LeBron will be playing against the Heat for the first time in the Finals, so that'd, that'd, be, be, really cr- cool. that'd be that'd be incredible. Cool. Either way, I think Lakers Celtics would be cool because that's a flash from the past. Something we haven't we haven't really been able to see so that we could remember because mm-hmm. when we were growing up, when we were little kids. All it was was the Lakers versus the Clipper, uh, Lakers versus the Celtics. I'm not saying the Clippers. Lakers, Celtics, every single year. So that was when that was
0: when we were like elementary school. But exactly. when we were middle school, high school, it was always Cavs
1: Warriors. So that's been the big fight. That's how, that's also very true. So let's move on. Uh, let's go to the NFL. We got a bunch of good games. let's, so, end, with the, let's end with the Giants. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll end the with the Giants. Stuff. So let's do. Uh, let's start with the Patriots versus the at, at Seattle Seahawks. On Sunday Ooh. night football, do we thought, is there fans at that game? Do we know? Because I know there was fans at Cleveland. I want to say no. Okay. I know this. But
0: before we get into this, let me just say the 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 Browns beat the Bengals on Thursday night, and now I am ten and seven in picks, and you are eight and nine. Whoa! So I'm, <laughs> I'm up two. I'm up two in the series, but you felt right. Patriots Seahawks. We, we we both picked the Seahawks on our picks this week. And for a good think,
1: reason, I think, I think
0: Seattle yeah. at home is, is, I don't care if there's fans there. It's they're, they're different and they're, they're going to have artificial crowd noise. I'm assuming.
1: Yeah. And the NFL is doing it based on what your stadium actually. Yeah, sound. they
0: have, they have a great method. It's really
1: cool. It's cool. It's
0: implementing cool. It. They,
1: they, they did a good job. And I think they'll, a lot of stadiums will start entering fans into the game. Not, not that it's that much and it will be that significant, but
0: I think it, will be 25%. That's what a lot of teams have been doing. Yeah.
1: Like uh, you have it
0: like the chiefs, 25%. They should have fan test positive, by the way, but that's we have to talk about that. The Browns at twenty five percent and they had fans get into a fight. Who knows what that did? The it's Jaguars just, at twenty-five percent. But
1: there could be no know yeah. not the game of these guys, but still fights. But realistically, I think that the Seattle Seahawks are the best team in the NFC, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Defensively I, I hate to
0: agree, but I agree.
1: <laughs> Defensively, they're incredible. They have the best middle linebacker, probably the best safety in football, just standing at that specifically. Then their offense is crazy. Russell Wilson's probably the best quarterback in football next to Patrick Mahomes.
0: I agree. Yeah, and and then Maybe you have that offense when health. You have the Chris Carson, who's been who's, who's going to be my player to watch and MVP of this game, or the most important player. And then once he's on, you have to have – I think the problem for Seattle in the playoffs last year is they didn't have a running game, so it was a very one-dimensional offense. But with Chris Carson running the football, then they have to stack the box at times, and that will leave Wilson with room to give guys like Tyler Lockett uh, what's his name? DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf. They have Greg Olson Greg Olson, yeah, he caught a couple touchdowns. Exactly. So they they have such a good offense, and their defense improved with that Jamal Adams addition. And they also have Bobby Wagner, the best middle linebacker in the league. So I, I the Patriots, I, I'm not ready to write them off as a good team yet. I, I liked what I saw against the Dolphins. This is a
1: test for Cam
0: Newton. Yeah. Big test, big test, and you yeah. hate. You're not high on Cam Newton. I, I do know not that. like how Cam Newton at all, <laughs> and I'm not
1: happy that he played well, but it was also against the Miami Dolphins, so I'm not taking it. To I, I, I
0: know. The Army texted so... me
1: when Cam Newton ran it this first touchdown, and I literally was just—I barely even responded. I was just like,
0: "Yeah." I, 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 my point was, you shouldn't have picked the Dolphins. They're just not the team to pick. But yeah, I went for the anymore. upset.
1: I went for the upset. It doesn't matter any. That's why. You're, that's why you're down
0: two to me. But
1: oh, there's... well, we'll see at the end of the season. Regardless. <laughs> Let's move on. What was the other game we're doing? Um, we Falcons, got Cowboys. Falcons at Cowboys.
0: Wait, wait. Do you, have a to, do, you have a, do you have a player to watch for Pat Seahawks?
1: Oh, yeah. Probably just – I actually didn't even pick one, to be honest. But I'll, I'll go with Russell Wilson because if Russell Wilson plays like he did in week one, there's absolutely no chance yeah, the Patriots have. But the Patriots do have a good defense, so it's a good test regardless. But Russell Wilson – if he plays like he did, he tossed four touchdowns over 300 yards. Didn't even come oh, to throwing in No doubt. Took him to the, his 13th pass to throw an incompletion. And the Patriots have zero chance.
0: Except they had seven guys opt out defensively before the year. So they were very depleted to start regardless. yeah.
1: So uh, Falcons at Cowboys. This is a good game. The Cowboys lost a tough one. Honestly, on a really bad call by the referees when Jalen Ramsey flopped hard down the field. But I'm not complaining. I don't like the Cowboys at all. Look, what you in this one? W- w-
0: w- well, we don't have to talk about the call. I have the Falcons. I know this is, a bit, this is the second and last game we disagreed on this week, actually. I have the, the Cowboys, their offense was too reliant, I think, on Zeke against the Rams. And that is when they had three good receivers. I know the Falcons' defense isn't on that level. But I do like what the Falcons bring to the table. Todd Gurley was, a, was above average last week. He had a good enough week for me to believe that he will be a productive tool for them on the offense down the road. I
1: don't know about that. Really? Why not? Fourteen, fourteen carries for fifty-six and a touchdown. His touchdown was on the goal line. He dove over and barely got in. He doesn't run that ball like he used to. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't depend on him giving the ball every first. But down. that's against
0: that Seahawks defense. And, okay, you're right. Okay, and you're the right. Cowboys interior. And they just lost Leighton Vanderesh for a few, uh, for like okay. six to eight weeks. Fine,
1: fine. I fine. They played against the Seahawks. So,
0: and then you have a, a Falcons re- offense. Yeah. So the, re- the the receiving, I think, is is good. So you. you got Julio Ridley, and my player to watch, Russell Gage, who got who was who got a few catches for them at very, the very least and was a productive receiver for Matt Ryan and if Matt Ryan continue, and Hayden Hurst too. So you have three quality receivers and a tight end for Matt Ryan to throw to
1: Matt Ryan through for 450 yards.
0: Exactly. And if Jared Goff, who didn't have the best of seasons last year was able to use Robert Woods to a high extent of production last week, I think Matt Ryan's going to have a field day with this Cowboys secondary. And I, the Falcons are are, are, are going to dominate them offensively. I think it'll be a shootout because the Falcons' defense we know is not very good. But I think that the Falcons, at the end of the day, will be able to pull this one out.
1: Yeah, I disagree. I really think the Cowboys will win this one. Tough week. First, tough loss last week when they probably should have won the game. They're pissed off. Zeke ran the ball very well. I expect him to get 25 carries this game. Did, the Falcons' yeah. defense isn't that great the receivers Amari Cooper, my guy to watch Michael Gallup I think is in for a big game this week. Also CD Lamb, Dak Prescott Lamb he, had he, a didn't, rough he didn't look bad throwing the ball. He didn't throw any interceptions
0: after that Ram that that Rams game. I had the Cowboys last week too, but for some reason I just I, it's not cuz I hate them. I I really I just I had the Cowboys too actually. We did we both did. Yeah, we did. And, and it's not cuz I don't like them. I just I did, I didn't think that they I thought they were going to really put up a showing against the Rams, especially after the, what's the kind of season the Rams put together last year. But the the Cowboys the Cow- really looked out of sync to me. But I know it's week one, I, but it's also I, the
1: Falcons. Their defense isn't great. I think this is a good chance for an uh, their first offensive explosion. Listen, this Cowboys offense is nothing to joke about this year, and I no, would, I hate to say that, but it's true, and they're really good. So we're we're running out of time here. Let's go on to the Giants. So. Obviously, me and Jeremy will talk about the Giants every single week, unless they have a bye. We'll bring people on to talk about it. But just me and yeah, Jeremy. We have, like, we have
0: we have another college friend coming to talk baseball with us next week. But yes, that's, sir. Uh, so but it's, we'll
1: reveal it later. It's a secret. We'll reveal, it. we'll reveal it this week. It's a secret. So Giants are playing at Chicago. Giants are not favored in this one. Actually – According to ESPN, they have a 34.2% chance to win this game. Oh, that's very low for me. I know. I'm, I'm kind of upset about that. But I, I, the Giants, I'm upset about last game on a number of different levels. Yeah. Yeah. Because we, oh, you go now people, people, so Saquon Barkley ran for two yards, I think. <laughs> that out six. Round, six I think he ran that, for six. He ran for I don't six. Even, six I don't yards. Know, six. <laughs> two and six. Oh, no. But regardless, I people are counting them out. How can you count them out? So, was it? Who said that Saquon Barkley only, should only be a third down back? Tiki
0: Barber said that.
1: Are you kidding me? How do you ha- how can you say that? No,
0: because I, 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 he no can't pass holes protect. to run through. It, it, it was for the reason that he couldn't pass protect. Okay. But here, here's, here's my thing. Stance on the whole Barkley situation we had, and we both had the Giants winning this game by the way, and we'll and we'll get more into that later. Barkley, the old the, it was the old line first. Like, Fleming well, looked bad. Yeah, and Andrew Thomas had a good game, but it was his first. It was more the that Cameron Fleming edge that was a problem. The Steelers have by far the best pass rush in the best, league. Best
1: pass rush on both sides against, against, against Curry and TJ Watt coming right against, against
0: the young, inexperienced uh, Giants offensive line. They'll
1: be. They'll get better. I'm not here's
0: the thing: it's going. To, it's, it's not going to get harder than that. Exactly. So they do have you know, the uh, Niners. They do have the Niners and Rams coming up in three and four. And that They also have to rough. deal with
1: Khalil Mack tomorrow, which yeah, but
0: is also another edge rusher problem. Here's a, I th- and I think he's matched up with Andrew Thomas, which is a help. Thomas was, was pretty
1: solid. Andrew matchup. Thomas is my matchup player, is my key player for the Giants. Because he's got that matchup with Khalil Mack. Mm-hmm. And he needs a good game so badly. Because He had a Gi- solid game last week, too. He wasn't bad. It's just that defensive front by the Steelers is incredible. easily probably the best in football. He needs the, the, he need him in that offensive line as a toll is my key players in the game. They need to allow Saquon Barkley to run the football. Absolutely need. They were yeah. so lucky that Daniel Jones played as good as he did that he got them he, down the he, field.
0: That 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 interception. The first one, T.J. Watt was just a great, great athletic play. play by Watt. The second one, very poor decision. Jones had a they great drive. Quicker. Poor decision. Should have should have thrown it away. That's that's that's, really that's what a better quarterback and would do. For-
1: he had t- uh, Slate in the back left yeah. of that corner of the end zone. and he, he was
0: still his- covered a little bit. He wasn't. He wasn't even that. It open. was a
1: chance. It was a chance. He was, was a chance. Mistake, but, but
0: with I, but that's a that's a
1: play you throw away, in my opinion. And that was the worst possible scenario. But it was really a really impressive. But here's, here's, play. here's yeah, again, if, the again. It's the first eighteen Saquon, drive. You can't take it away from him. He yeah, was it, so good. It, if Saquon,
0: if Saquon gets going, then you have the you have to
1: respect the the back the, exactly. that as ball, and you'll pass better. The Giants won't win the game. If Barkley only runs for, for 10 yards, they won't win the game because then all you have to do is just know that Daniel Jones passing the ball. Yeah, exactly. And, come up and they're, um, excuse me, the Steelers are lucky that they were able to stop the run because J- Jones played so good in the air. Yes, yeah, he had the two picks, but he threw the ball so well. That you know, being, getting rid of it quick, like how, can my, how much more can you ask? And with that being
0: said, I do. Ingram uh, en- had a little bit of a poor showing, a couple drops, oh, but
1: early on he missed a
0: touchdown route I, too. I, I think it was a little jitters for him. I, 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 I still think he'll have a solid game against the Bears. And Caden Smith's a good backup target if he doesn't work out. That being I think the offense will be will be good to go for the Bears. But here's my key player it is that is james bradbury
1: i was thinking about taking him too yeah he didn't, play, is, bad. He didn't play bad
0: no he did he had a great play on james washington and he As made it here's the here's the deal alan robinson is going to be this is a big game that might determine his bears future if, if the bears don't play well offensively he might really go further with his with a trade request if Brad, so he's going to really try, they're going to try to get the ball to him and the, he's going to try to get open a ton per, more than he usually does so Bradbury is going to be tasked with having to guard him. And he, I think that's going to be the main source of the Bears offense. Tariq Cohen, obviously, can, can – and can provide tr- problems for you, but I don't think he'll be that big of a deal. The Bears
1: just, the Bears just came off a very, very impressive win against the Lions' fourth-quarter comeback. Yes. There's nothing to joke about. You can't count them out. And if you look back in Saquon Barkley's career, his best games have come up against the, uh, the Bears. Remember in yeah. his rookie season, he had that crazy 100-plus-yard game and he hurtled someone over the middle of the field. Barkley plays very, very well against the Bears. I'm expecting Saquon to have a nice bounce-back week. He said that by Tiki Barber's words. He said he considers that a challenge. That he is not. Yeah, aware, and,
0: no, and it, no, it should be sure. a challenge. It
1: yeah, should be. A ch- so. It should
0: be a challenge because pass protecting is his weakness.
1: Exactly. So he's got a lot to prove. Hopefully, he can get more than ten yards and allow the Giants' offense to open up. Because realistically, this Giants' offense, non-biased at all, is very effective. They are. They can. They can be very effective as Saquon Barkley runs the football. Because now we know Jones got. He put on a lot of muscle this offseason. He looks very good. He could run the ball, which is awesome. You know, I'm not used to that in the Giants uniform. Usually, Eli Manning would just take the sack, so especially towards the end of his oh, career. Yeah. But Jones can run out of the pocket. He can throw the ball in the run, decent, better than better than some quarterbacks in this league. And he's an accurate passer. And he throws the ball really hard and gets rid of it. So I'm Definitely excited, excited for, Jones. for Sunday. Yeah, but why
0: don't we? Getting some under review.
1: Yeah, let's let's do it. This has been a long episode already, but this is the topic of discussion. So, under review today, which is not even confirmed yet. This team could not even make the playoffs. They're actually in the last spot right now. I'm but, ready
0: to defend them. Let's go. But I'm this, ready to defend.
1: Let's, the let's, let's, Cincinnati Reds are going to the NLCS this year.
0: Absolutely, I I uphold the Cincinnati absolutely. Reds. Let me just. I have so much written down and ready to talk about.
1: I mean, I, I I reject for the second week in a row. So now we're 2-2 two, two rejecting and upholding. I, I upheld the first two. Now I'm rejecting the next two. This team is not making it to the L- NLCS. Are you crazy? Who best are they beating? Pitching together? staff and then, well,
0: obviously the Dodgers are up there too. But in my opinion, by the time the playoffs come, I will not be surprised if they are the best pitching staff in the National League.
1: Listen, I don't take their pitching staff away. They have three really good arms in, mm-hmm. the, in the starting staff. They got Bauer. Bauer, who's a sign-on candidate.
0: I'm, by the way, Trevor Bauer, big fan. Come on our show, please.
1: Thank you. All Jeremy right. actually DM'd him on Twitter, so we're hoping he, uh, responds. No, I,
0: I, he has responses. It's okay. When, when I, he, I, did, I had to actually tweet at him to come on the show. And I, I, I messaged him on the under-review account, too. So we're really Jeremy, happy. when
1: he's uh, met next year, I'll get into close contact with him. Don't worry. All right, yeah. Um, so the top of the rotation is obviously really impressive. I'm not taking that away. What do you got? Bauer. Luis Castillo, and Castillo, Sonny Gray. Who had a rough
0: shirt the season, Castillo, but had a, had a shutout in his last game and has only given up three okay. runs in his last three
1: games. Yeah, he's been good. He's been good. And then Sonny, Sonny Gray is okay. Sonny he hit Gray's the guys. IL.
0: He hit the IL. But they have had guys like Lucas Sims, Sal Romano come in and pitch well. They got TJ Antone who's given them quality innings. And they also have Anthony, D- Anthony okay, DiCifani so, and Michael Lorenzen. Listen,
1: listen, they've been pitching well. Their hitting is not good okay. at a playoff level at all, Jeremy. They don't have one guy in that lineup even close to hitting three hundred. Not but even close. No. Their highest hitter up. is Nick Castellanos right now. Oh, excuse me, Akiyama at two thirty nine. Not no, they
0: they have Jesse Winker's two sixty. I
1: think. Oh, okay, my bad. Jesse Winker's the best hitter. That's but, it. But, but That's here he, it.
0: Their offense has been getting hotter as the way Akiyama's becoming a good leadoff hitter. Castellanos, we all know he can give you quality. He's He hasn't done it. Votto's
1: got it. He hasn't
0: done it. Joey Votto has has reached base with a hit in seven of his last nine games and hit four home runs. He is red hot.
1: So can he take that in the playoffs? What teams are – Yes, he he
0: can take it into the playoffs. Has he done that before? He's made the playoffs before. Well, they had that wild card loss. They haven't really played a series. Yeah, they haven't played playoffs.
1: playoffs. They got no playoff experience. So, they're in the eight seed right now. Obviously, things, things can change nah, so, so, so bad. quick. They, things can change so quick, like, insanely. But you think about it right now. The playoffs end today. They have to face off against the Dodgers. This team cannot even make the playoffs, by the way. They're in the last so spot, The season ends today. They're the 8th mm-hmm. seed, and they have to play against the Dodgers. Is there any shot this team beats the Dodgers? Any shot? I they have a good pitching staff. The Dodgers are better. They have a good bullpen. The Dodgers bullpen's better, and the Dodgers have the best lineup. Yo, yo, I, I'm,
0: I'm willing to say that the Dodgers bullpen is not better. Really? Uh, Kenley Jansen, do you see? Do you see how abysmal that guy has played?
1: He gets it done when it matters.
0: No, he doesn't. They played the Astros. He gave up five runs, he and nobody. Has, and that's, no, that's probably
1: the one thing you can. That, that's probably the one thing you can recall. I mean, he almost blew
0: it against the A's the other day.
1: Almost. Almost. And when Diaz, and when Diaz it's, almost blew it against the Phillies, did not Edwin Diaz is like the best closer in baseball right Think
0: now. Think about right? this, though. The, with, with the red schedule, I'm looking it up right now. we got the White okay, Sox. Who they, just, they just beat the White Sox 7-1. They have the struggling Brewers and then the Twins.
1: They're not going to take two out of three against the White Trevor Sox. Trevor Bauer pitches today. Okay, so Bauer goes today. So say they win. How many starts does Bauer get two more
0: starts? Bauer – well, here's the deal. If Bauer starts today, they have one, two, three – Four more guys. And then if Bauer pitches the 25th, which is when his next start would be because they have a day off the 24th, you have two, one, two, three. And then they would probably start Bauer on game one on three days rest because he's tried to give them
1: he, – he And that's the if they even make the playoffs. So Okay, so the Dodgers, can we say that two they two wouldn't up. beat the three Dodgers? So can we say they wouldn't beat the Dodgers? I'm not, I, 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 Anything can happen in three games. Okay, you're right. But I would 100% take the Dodgers over there. I, I will never give Clean Kershaw
0: playoff. The Cubs, are they I, beating the Cubs?
1: Yes, Cubs are one of the hottest teams in baseball, and they've been all Jarvis,
0: season. Jarvish, Jarvish outdueled—I mean, my, my bad—Bauer outdueled uh, Jarvish. Uh, did <laughs> he, he did game one? Game one, he did. But they've had two matchups, and Bauer recently won the
1: second one. I think the Cubs rotate starting rotation. Their top three matches up fairly well Lester, against. Lester,
0: you're willing to give Lester credit for still being a solid Lester's pitcher. Lester's their four. Who I, I, are you really going to say? Alec Mills is all that.
1: Maybe yeah, even Alec no Mills, but uh, Chatwood too. Chatwood's been pretty solid as their three. Wood, I, Castillo I and Gray are mild. Darvish they're, and they're, Hendricks. They're, Darvish, they're Darvish they're, and Bauer cancel each other out. They've I, both I, been incredible this year. Yes. So then I'm, we go. So then we go Luis Castillo versus Kyle Hendricks. What's Hendricks' stat line on the year? Kyle Hendricks' stats this year 2.93 ERA.
0: Castillo's is 3.03, but that's because he had a couple oh. of really bad starts to start the season. Better. But again, his ERA is under, th- under 2.8 in his last five. Bunny
1: Gray, days. you said, is on the IL, right? Yeah, but he could be back before the playoffs. So Alec I mean, Mills or Chadwick beats so, their three as well. So I'll take these. And their bullpen is very good. I I would say their bullpen's better than the Reds. And their lineup, don't even the, talk the, about the lineup. The, the Reds have hit the ball to win. The, the, yeah, the, the Reds so have
0: three good. bullpen guys who I think will be will be dominant in the playoffs. You have Amir Garrett, who's a power throw and lefty. You got Rossiel Iglesias, who's been okay. A those, two for them. those two guys are and good. Those two guys are good. Archie Bradley's a Red as well.
1: How how good has he been this year? I think it's year under three. I mean, that's a thing. I don't know about that, but we'll see. Uh, I mean, I just don't think that they compete even with the team of the Cubs. Okay, so I would and still Lucas take that. I would Hems I still think I still think they'll beat the they won't beat the Cubs or the Dodgers. So then let's go down. Atlanta Braves. There is no way they beat the Atlanta Braves. Are you pitching, kidding? Their pitching
0: is awful. Who? Is Matt isn't Max Fried injured? No. Max Fried is hurt. No, he's not. I'm pretty sure he pitched last night. He or he was injured and then he came back. Great pitch last night. Okay, so that was his first he's game back. Seven and
1: zero at the one point. Is, is, is Ian Anderson
0: going to be a good playoff pitcher? Do we know that for sure?
1: Who knows? But he's got he's got a sub two ERA and he's pitching tonight. He's three and zero on the season.
0: I I'm I'm still going to take Castillo over those the top the two game. are
1: better than probably the be- any top two in baseball.
0: Better than cast Better than Bauer Castillo?
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Absolutely not. You Absolutely. can't. You can't get- Bauer and Darvish are. Stats are, don't lie. Oh, when you go to the play. NL Cy Young, when you go to the NL Cy Young, Bauer and Darvish are by far the two top candidates. Max Freed maybe third. I would say four.
1: Actually, Bauer has five pitches. Okay, okay, fine, fine, fine. Five. Okay, so, you, don't see okay, that so you, give, ever. you give the rotation, you give the Reds the rotation by a little bit, a slim, a slim. Let's look at the Braves' offense. I don't even want to name players because it's going to embarrass what the Reds have. Okay, I'm going to say what the Reds are batting right now. Castellanos, 234. Moustak is 208. Nick Senzel, 216. Votto, 216. Akiyama, 239. And uh, Galvis, 230, 208. Votto's at 230. Oh, okay. I have that written down. Okay, so maybe it's – okay, whatever. So, six. Okay, 230. 230. Oh, no, 230. That's not good. They're not hitting the baseball. They're not going to win games. doesn't matter if Bauer pitches seven shutout innings. If Bauer in in a, in a three game
0: series, if Trevor if Trevor Bauer matches up against the Braves and gets a shot and, and the Red Scratch across three, the, this, happened, they when they pitch, what, this happened when they this happened when they faced Darvish
1: golf one nothing.
0: This happened when they faced Darvish. Bauer pitched seven and two thirds shutout. Lucas Sims and Iglesias finished the game. a three run home run in the first inning. That's all they needed. That they won. Okay, Bauer right is a dominant playoff pitcher and always has been. In a three-game series, game one is so crucial. And no, it's, you're oh, definitely it's game right. Game one,
1: I they, think they could
0: take a game two. I'm
1: it's, not. Say, I'm not taking anything away from Trevor Bauer. I know he's been so good this that's year. That's
0: not all that You have that like, is all of it. I'm confident enough that so Luis Castillo,
1: Luis Castillo goes out there and tosses seven shutout innings against the Braves. Absolutely I, not. I think he can. put Bauer a quality won't start. Bauer, I'm, won't, do I'm confident, Bauer I'm, won't do that. I'm, Bauer won't do that against the Cubs. Actually, in, did, the Cubs his the Cubs. Best chance? did it against the Cubs. Okay, in the playoffs, that's his best chance, you're right. His best chance of those seven shutout against the Cubs, not against the Dodgers, he's virtually no shot no pitcher has sh- a shot at here's, here's seven shutout innings versus the first this C- is the first the time this, and it, I t- I can assure you that the Braves won't let that happen either. I'll, Especially with Max Freon on the mound, it's going to be such, it's
0: be such a toss-up. It's going to be such a toss-up because the Braves and the Dodgers haven't seen the Reds all season and vice versa. So we have no idea how those games are going to go.
1: You're right, that's why the playoffs are interesting. Because you do know, you haven't Very seen, seen uh, two quarters, three, uh, two thirds of the league.
0: I'm, but I am confident enough that you have Castellanos Mustakis, even if they get Votto, in the first
1: round, they're not winning the, the division series. The argument Brian was that
0: Brian Goodwin's going to be a solid end of the lineup hitter too. I'm, I'm confident enough that one of those guys can ha- can put together a slate of runs. You know, they're going to need like to a that. Daniel
1: Murphy type of guy to step up and. Get it I think done. they'll get that. One. Uh, who's doing
0: that? I, I think Joey Vado is going to take his hot streak into the playoffs. I mean, I think mean, oh, Mike Moustak- still, still Mike M- Mike Mike, 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 Moustak- Mike doesn't hit for average. He hits the big
1: home run. Okay, well, that's what I guess that will determine it because their lineup is atrocious right now. Average-wise. Uh, I, average wise, average wise, they're I atro- think
0: they're very they're in a lineup, but they do have names and, and that produce. Consistency
1: is not winning you playoff games.
0: I don't, The Dodgers are never a good playoff team. Let's be real.
1: It doesn't matter. They've gotten to the World Series plenty of times. They win the division every year, and, and, it's, and it's a very this different, is a playoff. different Dodgers team. Are you kidding? They have okay, the best. Let me the, I'll give my no, credit. I'll give my credit, I'll give my credit where it's due.
0: I'll give my credit where it's due. Dustin May has a demonic two seam fastball.
1: He's insane. He throws it for like it's, it's like a two seam sinker. Look singer. up look up, up pitching ninja miles.
0: pitching ninja on Twitter and look up that Dustin May fastball. It, 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 it looks like it's gonna come outside, but then it whips in. It's ridiculous.
1: Exactly. And the Reds, if they can't hit regular major league pitch and they're not in him. They oh my goodness. Okay, let's just make sure the Reds get into the playoffs They sure. will. They will. Okay. Well, I think that's going to wrap up our uh debate thank comment you who, comment who
0: won in the youtube
1: yeah seriously comment this, is our,
0: this is our first episode on spotify as well
1: yes absolutely so check that out as well we'll post that on the twitter and the instagram but absolutely um that will do it for this week's episode of under review have a great weekend this is ethan birch and jeremy goldstein signing off